Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two here on Friday and coming up in the next hour, we'll be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Ward 1 Councilor Brad Markey. Right now, though, it is all about you. 508-996-0500. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. I'd like to address the caller that was speaking about the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is to you, Guy. Uh, you're not going to get anywhere on this subject with Tim, as he is a paid bootlicker. All right. Yeah, you're done. You're done. I don't know. The minute I hear your voice, I don't even know why I let you go. Because each call is just worse and worse. Paid bootlicker. Where's my check? I haven't gotten my check yet. No no check from Maura Healy. No check from George Soros. Nice, nice job. You wanna if you wanna if you wanna talk about me and tell callers the truth about me, you can you can start your own online radio station and enjoy having nobody listen. Anyway, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in with something intelligent to say and something that actually adds to the conversation. But the reason why that discussion happened was because John was trying to suggest that they canceled this event in which there were going to be dignitaries, including the governor, for this ribbon cutting of the offshore wind farm for something other than the weather. Because that's what they would do, right? That It makes total sense that they would put out a press release early. Actually, I think it might have came late last week. That's how far they were planning this. Or maybe it was Monday. But this press release comes in. They start getting everybody from the press, making plans to go. We start juggling the schedule here so that Adam Bass can go down and cover it. You know, we start putting all these plans into place as other media outlets did as well. But it was all a ruse that they were going to cancel it because the, the, the governor doesn't want to, and they're scheduling it for Friday because the, the governor doesn't want to have to listen to people's opinions about offshore wind. The governor has been hearing people's opinions about offshore wind, but you know what? The governor didn't start the vineyard wind company. 
This is literally just a ribbon-cutting ceremony where they bring folks in to stand there and shake hands and take a photo. That's the extent of her involvement in this, in this event. She didn't schedule it. And if she didn't want to go and listen to people complain about it, she would just pull out and say, I'm sorry, my schedule doesn't allow for me to go through. My schedule doesn't allow for me to make it down there. Instead, Vineyard Wind didn't cancel the event, postponed the event. Now, I get it. You can look at it like John did and say, well, but the storm isn't going to be here at that time. Okay. But maybe the people that need to be out there preparing for things, securing what they are, the components that they already have out there or, or you know, keeping an eye, whatever it may be, they have other duties. There's other things that people are doing as part of this company besides standing around and waiting for a ceremony. And some of those jobs might be made a little bit harder by a storm coming in. I don't get it. I don't get why you can't just believe that that's the case. Why does everything have to be something nefarious just because you don't like the governor or you don't like offshore wind? It's going to be a much more significant storm out over Martha's Vineyard than it's going to be here. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're next on WBSM. Hi. Good morning, Tim. Um, I challenge people who are going to call up and call names to people um, or be nasty. Um, I challenge them instead to do homework and to get out and vote. Um, and if you don't like what's going on now, get out and vote for the person that you support or you can support. Um, I think it's just too easy for us to just sit and start saying it's, you know, it's that side and my side and you're wrong and I'm right. I'm tired of it. So I challenge everyone who wants to make snide remarks, just figure out what it is you believe in and then go for it and work for it. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Okay. Take care. You too. And and that's what it is. I mean, I, I understand if you don't like offshore wind. I understand if you don't think that it's a good idea. But the bottom line is it's still happening whether you want it to or not. And I don't know if you thought you were going to go down there and say something to Governor Healy that was going to all of a sudden shut down the offshore wind industry. Or if there was going to be some kind of big protest, if that would shut down the offshore wind industry. The bottom line is it's happening. And, and it's not an abstract anymore. It's not a maybe. It's not a potential anymore. It's here. It's happening. There's still people who are like, well, it's never going to, it's never going to happen. Just take a ride down to the terminal there and see. The components, or just go online and look at the photos and videos. It's real. It's happening. You don't have to agree with it, but it's real and it's happening. It's an industry that companies have decided to invest into, and they are now looking to get that return on their investment. 808-996-0500.
was canceled by the company that was putting it on. I'm sorry, postponed by the company that was putting it on because of weather. And, 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 and this is what people want to argue about. Because they're not armed with facts. They're not armed with information. They're just armed with emotion. And they let that rule the day. It's the same thing that's going on with the, the migrant issues. Where people are still calling in and saying, these people are here illegally. They're not here illegally. They're here under asylum law. If you think that the asylum law should be changed, then yeah. Yeah, change it. Push, push, your, push your legislators to change it. But as it is right now, no ma- and no matter how many times you want to talk around it, and no matter how many times you want to say, oh yeah, but we know what's really going on, it doesn't matter. By the letter of the law, it is still legal. And just because you don't feel like it should be, doesn't mean that it isn't. And that's, I'm sorry, but we, we deal in logic here. We don't deal in emotion. It's okay to get emotional about things. And we like when you're passionate about things. But we're going to still look at things logically because if you don't, that's where you start having these divides and these these arguments and these this, the need to pick sides and have one person win over the other. When logically, having a winner and a loser doesn't always make sense. If you're looking at a sporting event, hey, listen, I agree. I think that you should have a winner and a loser in every game. There shouldn't be a, you know, a, we're not going to keep score mentality. Although I do think sometimes with younger kids, that makes sense. I was against it when I was a basketball coach. I coached, you know, I think like seven-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. I forget what age they were, but it was introductory basketball at the Y. And I was a coach, and the guy who came in as the new head of the youth sports for the Y said, we're not going to keep score. We're not going to keep standings. And I said, listen, I, I, as a person who covers sports for a living and is around sports, I don't think that that's a good idea. Kids need to learn winning and losing, and they need to know, they need to have a goal. And we had a long conversation about it, and he told me, he said, if you start young kids with a fixation on winning or losing and, and, and keeping score, they're not paying attention when you're trying to teach them the skills. Especially if they fall behind, they have a tendency to give up and not pay attention. And if they get far ahead, they have a tendency to think, well, we know what we're doing. We're winning by 10. We must be smarter than you're giving us credit for. And we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And he said, in order for them to focus on actually learning the skills, you got to put all that stuff aside. And it was, it was the right call for at least that particular age group. But anyway, listen, I live in a logical world. And in sporting events, yes, you need a winner and a loser. In a game of any kind, you need a winner and a loser. The nature of competition 
but an ideological discussion about politics, about business, about any of these things that we discuss here is not a competition. There's not a need to have a winner or a loser or an our side or a your side. It's about conversation that has to lead to compromise. Everybody has to be willing to give up a little bit to get what they ultimately want. And people aren't willing to do that anymore. And, and I, I can't wrap my head around it. So what if you won? Do you really care? See, that's the thing. The people that want to win don't care about what's act- what changes are actually getting enacted. They just care about being the one that won. Okay, then you did. Congratulations. Big deal. But things might have been better if you would actually compromise and work together for a better solution. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break, though. Back in a few. Um. So I don't know if you're worried at all about the wind and rain that's coming in. I think most of us probably realize now that it's not going to be that bad. But what if you are having problems with your roof? Then you're probably going to be concerned. What you need is you need peace of mind for all these future upcoming storms we're going to have. You know there's going to be some nor'easters that come in later on in the fall plus all the winter weather, and then once that's all over, what happens then? All the nor'easters that come in the spring, right? We get all those storms that happen, all that wetness, all of that potential damage to your already shaky roof. Well, why don't you call Precision Window and Kitchen? Because they can come out and take a look at that, and they can get the ball rolling to get that roof replaced before the next big storm rolls in. So you don't have to worry about it, so that you can have that peace of mind. They can replace any one of your entryway doors. They can replace your windows, whether it be every window in your home to give you nice, new, energy-efficient windows or easier-to-open windows or what it might be. They can replace one window if you have one that just isn't working correctly. Or maybe you just need them to come in and replace one pane of glass. They can do that, too. They can do screen replacements and repairs. They can remodel your kitchen. They can remodel your bathroom. They can make your home look the way that you want to make it look inside and out. 
Yeah, that's right. Outside, too, because they can put up vinyl siding so you never have to worry about painting again. All you have to do is get out there with the hose and blast off whatever this storm is going to put all over your house. So call them. Give them a call. Precision Window and Kitchen. You can also go over to their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. If you want to stop in, you can see some of the products that they work with. You can talk with them about some of the projects that they can do. Or if you want them to come on by your home and give you a free estimate, it's as easy as going to precisionwindowandkitchen.com and signing up to have them come out and stop by and take a look and talk with you about how to make your home better. As I said, you've got a vision in your mind of what you want your home to look like. You spend enough money on it. You invested enough in it. You want to make sure that it's going to be the place where you want to live. And Precision Window and Kitchen can help you with all of that. Again, precisionwindowandkitchen.com. So uh, I will put this call on hold, but we only have a few seconds here before we have to go into the newsroom. So we'll take that after the news. If you want to call in, there's room for you at 508-996-0500. You can also send app chat messages. We'll get into some of those coming up after the news. You can also send open line voicemail messages that I can preview during the news or during a commercial break, and then we can play on the show a little bit later on. If you haven't already downloaded the app, please do because, again, We're going to be starting a big contest on Monday with your chance to win some cash, and you're going to want to make sure that you have the app because it's going to be the easiest way to enter in those codes when you hear it, right? Rather than listening on the radio and trying to run to the computer and remember what the code is, you'll be able to just open up your app, type it in, and be entered to win. So if you haven't already downloaded the WBSM app from your app store or from WBSM.com, make sure you do that over the weekend so that you are ready to play come Monday. All right, now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. A new report says Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky will be meeting with President Biden at the White House next week. Sources tell Axios that Zelensky will also hold meetings on Capitol Hill and speak to the U.N. General Assembly. Both Zelensky and Biden are scheduled to address the assembly on Tuesday. The White House has not commented on the report. Congress is currently considering Biden's request for an additional $20 billion in aid to Ukraine in its war against Russia. The United Auto Workers Union is on strike after failing to reach a new contract with the big three automakers. Thursday's deadline passed, prompting targeted strikes against Ford, GM, and Stellantis. Union President Sean Fain said workers at three plants, one at each automaker, would be first to pick it. Those sites are in Missouri, Ohio, and Michigan. The UAW, made up of more than 140,000 members, is seeking pay increases, a four-day work week, and the return to pension and retiree benefits. One estimate says a strike lasting just 10 days could result in total loss of nationwide of more than $5 billion. Today is day three of the Google antitrust trial in Washington, D.C. The Justice Department accuses the tech giant of spending billions of dollars to secure agreements with mobile carriers, smartphone makers, and browser operators to become the default search engine. Prosecutors say Google has more than 90% of the search market. New York City Mayor Adam Eric Adams continues to call on the federal government to do much more to help the city with the migrant crisis. Trey Thomas reports. Adams says the migrant issue is costing the city billions. We got a $5 billion deficit that we have to take out of 
the household of New York City. It's, unac it's, uh, it's unacceptable. Meantime, White House staffers are arriving in the city this week to try and guide migrants through the process of applying for federal work authorization. I'm Trey Thomas. Mexico has overtaken China as America's biggest trading partner. Mark Mayfield fills us in. There were roughly $400 billion in imports from Mexico this year. Meanwhile, direct foreign investment in Mexico is up more than 40% as U.S. companies increasingly set up shop. At the same time, a survey by Spanish bank BBVA found that one in five of the new arrivals in Mexico are Chinese businesses, probably seeking to skirt U.S. tariffs. Mexico's resurgence has helped the peso boast the world's strongest currency this year and, according to Bloomberg, one of the best-performing stock markets. I'm Mark Mayfield. In sports, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees faced off in a doubleheader last night. The Sox won the first game 5-0, while the Yankees took the second game 8-5. The Sox head now to, Atlanta, to Toronto to face off against the Blue Jays tonight, 7:07, And the Patriots will face off against the Dolphins on Sunday. Kickoff is at 8:20. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Friday will finish the week with increasing clouds. We'll be on the nice side, too, comfortable with a high near 70. For tonight, mostly cloudy, breezy with a low near 60. And for Saturday, mainly cloudy. Slight chance of showers. Highs will top out near 72. and will be windy with occasional wind gusts near 40 miles per hour. Be sure to watch ABC 6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC 6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 60 degrees here in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. Um, so do you know, is it uh, Noah? Who, who's responsible for monitoring, like, the any any potential um, environmental impacts from these high-tension lines being in the ocean floor? Um I don't know for I don't know for sure, but I would guess that Noah would be part of it. I'm sure that the EPA is part of it. I'm sure there's multiple agencies that are probably keeping an eye on it. I'm surprised they wouldn't have done a smaller trial to see what kind of impacts were were there. These are such vital fishing grounds. It's not like desolate pots of ocean that you know. It's these are critical to to New England. Um. Well, I think they've looked I at they've looked at what's happened in Europe and used that as as kind of a model. And I, and I don't think it's exactly the same. It's not a 
it's not an even comparison necessarily to northern European waters no. to New England waters, but I think they're looking right. at that. And then if you, the the wind farm that's off the shore of Block mm-hmm. Island, um, you know, I've seen videos and a, and, a, and a special report that was done about the the artificial reef that's been created by those being out there. That's actually you know right. led to an abundance of sea life in that area. Right, right. I'm just I thinking more along whales and dolphins and stuff, and we've got such an uh, increased number of beach mammals, you know, that I'm just concerned about what's going to happen with, with that. And if there's so much money involved, would, you know, how how much, I don't know, how much would they be willing to overlook, you know, for the, for the sake of the, the vast amount of money that's been spent, you know? Yeah, but, but we, we've been having that happen even before they started putting that wind farm out there. No, I know, but if if you listen to all of, all of the the like people that have been you know fishing forever, it, it seems like it's accelerated in the last in the last couple of years, and there's quite a few people, well, quite a few people that say you know. Um, so let me let me tell you how it's hitting my ears. What, I, what I'm hearing is magnetic fields. I'm hearing people that are against offshore wind propping this up as being a negative of offshore wind. What I'm not hearing is the people who are the environmental activists standing up and saying, hey, this is a real problem. So it's people with an agenda. Well, I mean, I don't have an agenda. I just have a concern. And I just hopefully, you know, hopefully it's just it's being monitored honestly. That's all. You know, that's I mean, you wouldn't you. You, you can't say that there's no impact. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't build a swing set on, for your kids underneath a high pension line. So, I mean, there is definitely an impact. No, but if I, I mean, just, if there was a swing set under the high tension lines, I would expect that the kids would just go somewhere else to play. And I think the same thing would happen with the whales. Going to make some foil helmets for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, like I said, concerned. That's all. I just. Hopefully, hopefully nothing comes of it. Hopefully, it's just an eyesore and nothing more. I mean, it would be uh, helpful if uh, you know if if they came out and gave us more information to to prove right. that it's not the case. But right, yeah, yeah, they're not exactly forthcoming with anything. Yeah, it's true. All, All right. right, have a good morning. You as well. Take care. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. If you want to call in and chime in, yeah, and I I do think that there could be if if. They want to show that this isn't an issue. There could be more of an educational campaign rather than a uh, a look toward it as, well, that's just ridiculous. Why are we even going to pay that any attention? Why are we even going to pay that any heed? If it is a concern that people have, get out and address that concern. But I also think, first of all, whales are, and I'm just using them as an example, whales, dolphins, any of them, they're highly intelligent. They utilize systems that will, hopefully, that they'll get close to these these uh, these wires under underwater and say, "Yeah, yeah, we're going to avoid that." I mean, there's there was a report that I saw last week where it said sonar from boats is what's probably causing most of the problem with these whales as more and more boats become outfitted with higher end electronic devices. It's messing with their navigation systems. It's screwing them up. 
And if that's the case, if that's what's actually causing it, that's a much bigger issue than just where this wind farm is because that's going to happen all over the water, not just in this one particular area. And if you talk to the folks, you know, and we do it every year when the, when the stories start popping up about how many right whales are left and what's been going on with them, they always say the same thing. The biggest problem is people who are not boating responsibly. People who are not slowing down in the areas where the whales are known to be. They're just blasting through there and hitting the whales. And they don't always kill the whales when they hit them. I remember talking to somebody, it was a couple of years ago. I think it was before the pandemic. And they said the, the problem is in being able to track down who does this is they hit the whales in one area, but they don't kill the whales. The whales are just injured, and then it takes a little while for them to succumb to those injuries. And by that point, they're far away from where the original impact occurred. So I don't hear people saying, well, we've got to stop letting people go out on boats in the area where whales are when we're being told that that's a direct problem. As I said, you know, they've been concerned about the whale population long before they started building an offshore wind farm. But it just became a convenient scapegoat for the people who are opposed to offshore wind, I think. And if if they come out with proven data that says that it's the, the wind farm that's causing the problem, then I'll be against that. But I'm just saying as of right now, there's been nothing conclusive about it. 508-996-0500. Going to take our next break so that we don't fall behind. Be back in a few moments. And this Sunday, you can catch the New England Patriots as they take on the Miami Dolphins. It's going to be on Sunday Night Football. Kickoff is at 8.20 right here on WBSM with pregame starting at 5.20 p.m. So uh, Sunday Night Football is the Patriots and Dolphins. And uh, it should be a pretty good game, I would think. And it's going to be brought to you by... As all the New England Patriots games on WBSM are brought to you by Shooting Supply, Primacare, and D&J Enterprises. And we've got some cool Patriots features that are going to be coming your way throughout the season as well. So stay tuned for a lot of those things too. Uh, so I've been getting some wonderful app chat messages. And I say that with dripping with sarcasm. Uh, but I just noticed something when I was in the app chat 
here on my computer. I just noticed that the wonderful folks of our national team who are constantly updating the WBSM app, constantly coming up with great new features, they've added a new feature that I love into the app chat functionality on my end of things. They've added a block button. They've added a button that will now allow us here in the studio to block people that can't use the app chat like normal, reasonable, rational adults. So people who want to send messages like the one that Lisa sent that I can't even read on the air, just know that language like that is going to get you to be one of the first recipients of that block button. And that goes for not just me, but for the person that every day likes to send messages calling Barry names and saying nasty things about Barry. And if you say any nasty things about any hosts or use language that we wouldn't be able to use on the air, but somehow you feel empowered to use it in an app chat message, you might get hit with that block button. So just keep that in mind. That you want to use that in a respectful manner. I would never call you the names that you call me in these app chat messages. So just return that favor. That's all. And again, you know, I'm not, I'm not the banhammer guy that walks around and bans people from commenting and blocks people from commenting. But I've asked repeatedly for people to use this in a way where it's a message that we could read on the air, that it doesn't have language that we couldn't bring up on the air. And some folks just can't be adults. They don't, they don't have the adult words to express what it is they're trying to say. So they got to rely on horrible things, transphobic things, fat shaming things, all of that type of language. And we don't have to tolerate it anymore. We can just hit that block button. So just keep that in mind. If you want to be able to get your points across, that's all we're asking is that we do it in, in a respectful manner. If you wouldn't say it on the air, don't say it in the app chat. Or if you know that you shouldn't say it on the air, it doesn't mean that you necessarily wouldn't say it, but don't use it in the app chat. That's all. 508-996-0500. The other thing, too, about, you know, kind of using that type of language is, hey, sometimes we're just going to read what pops up on the screen. You don't want to get us in trouble for saying something like that, right? And, and these words would absolutely get me in trouble. So I'm, I always say I'm kind of like Ron Burgundy. Whatever you put on the copy, I'm just going to read it out loud. And that's, you know, mostly because just trying to get it all out there, trying to get all the information and get all the comments out there. Should I take a second and read it ahead of time? Probably. But I tend to just read it and... Words like that, I, 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 can't, I can't read on the air. All right, 508-996-0500. Or if you want to use the app chat like an adult, you can do that too. Coming up in the next hour, New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad is going to join us right after the news. Joining her today will be Ward 1 Councilor Brad Markey. 
We'll find out if there was anything interesting that came up out of last night's council meeting. But we're going to talk about a number of things with them as well, including the significant departures from the New Bedford Police Department, what the council might be doing to try to help with that. And we'll talk about some other things coming up as well. So that'll be coming up right after the 8 o'clock news. Right now, though, I have one final break I have to take in this hour, so let's do that, and we'll be back in a few moments. And we have just a few seconds here remaining. Before we're going to go into the newsroom, we will get all the national and international headlines with ABC News. Then on the other side of that, Adam Bass has all the South Coast stories for you in the WBSM newsroom. And then on the other side of that, we will be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Ward 1 Councilor Brad Markey, We'll be talking about a number of issues that are going on around the city. We'll find out if anything of interest happened in last night. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.